you know, this week my uh, Bluetooth speaker wasn't working, so I uh, threw it in the lock. You threw it, you threw your Bluetooth speaker in the lock. Yeah, now it's sinking. Uh. <laughs> hey, hey, like the Titanic. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Do you remember when people used to change the name of their iPods oh, to the, the Titanic? The, so it was, was like you? the Titanic is sinking, and I did that. I'm sure I did that. <laughs> so basic, man. Awesome. so cool, <laughs> so cool. Welcome to episode 12 of That's Class, a podcast about things we find class, hosted by three of your favourite class holes. As always, I'm Rory Kidd, joined by the Hasbro lover, Duncan Malcolm. Hello. And the Leeds United number one fan, Eddie Ashcroft. Good day. How are we, boys? You alright? Excellent. Indeed. Oh, pretty right, good. Cool. Pretty good. Good week. How are you, Rory? <laughs> good. I was going to say, ripe and ready to go. <laughs> Such a silent intro. <laughs> How are you, Rory? I'm good. I'm I'm buzzing on life. Just surfing a lot. The sun's out. It's been a constant 14 degrees down here. Oh, uh, feeling a lot better. You're clearly up yeah. and at it because you seem brighter than the pair of us. We're still trying to just hi- like hydrate and get caffeine into us. Yeah, We're still. Well, I've been up since eight, I think. Still trying to adjust to the like freezing cold temperatures that make it feel like winter again and you just want to lie in bed all day because it's too is cold may, i don't want to get may up actually april have we just oh. sh- have may's we january right now and shift a month forward i th- i think this this year might be the actual the, f- the first ever year that it'll maybe not be that warm on my birthday oh, <laughs> no, no. It's all, Roy, Roy, it's always warm on your birthday it doesn't matter like, it could be it could be 14 degrees all weekend and bam 22 like, what? 22 on the 30th of May. <laughs> and then Monday, bam, 14. You're like, what? Yeah. How does this work? Are you guys, you guys both coming down? Yeah. Uh, yes. Nice one. Barbecue all day. Yeah. Beers all day. all day. Eddie, get Fiona to drive. <laughs> Pidge is driving me. Pidge Making him drive. Oh, Pidge is coming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even know he was coming. No one's actually responded on that. They'll come. I've just said, this is happening. <laughs> We all did. I think I got a response from Duncan and you. And, and Boehner. Yeah. Boehner was like 12 and o'clock. Boehner was like 10 o'clock beers. Either. <laughs> um, he has a problem. But yeah, that'll be fun. Get Looking there. forward to it. I think he'll get there whenever we get there. Because I think we'll probably give him a lift through. Yeah. That'll be sick. But anyway, a little bit of housekeeping. If you uh, want to listen to this podcast, just search for your favorite podcast service for That's Class. And we will be right there for you waiting. We upload a new episode every single Monday morning, just in time for your commute to work. And if you prefer to watch the podcast rather than listen to it and put faces to the voices and then instantly regret making that decision, you can also find us on YouTube the following Wednesday. Just search for That's Class Pod. And we have a bit of a different pod today, lads, don't we? It is more of a news day as opposed to a main topic day. Just talk shit that's happened this week for the fact that we didn't organize ourselves enough to actually think of a topic. So we're just talking about news. Yeah. Um, we have a solid have, bank of topics. It's just We've got a solid a solid bank of many right. topics. The time was It's right. like a it's like a Nintendo Mario Party mini game of topics. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Is that a good reference? I don't know. <laughs> I'll start kick it off from the first one. Have you guys seen the trailer for the second Venom movie? Yes. Let there be carnage. I have. Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Directed by Andy, directed by Gollum himself, Andy Sir. 
Oh, is it? Yeah. So, oh, was the first one directed by him? No, I don't no. think it was. What, what were your What were your thoughts on the first one? It was fun. I kind of yeah, I kind of enjoyed the first one. But, yeah, but yeah, being like a fun movie. Yeah, um, it was it was a fun, it was a fun Friday night movie. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw it on a plane. It was a good plane movie. <laughs> yeah, a good plane movie. It's what we used to, we, anyway, we used to call them fajita movies. Yeah, Friday exactly. night fajitas, sitting Friday down. That's it, sitting down watching something. That's exactly what it's for. That's but, ideal. What do you think about Woody Harrelson and any? I mean, I don't really know anything about Venom other than that awful Spider-Man 3 movie. I don't understand who's been what. I, I don't know if it's been an intentional thing that they've not showing you much of what's actually going to happen or be going on yeah but i was super confused as to like is woody harrelson carnage is he not woody harrelson is carnage yeah okay his because yeah. uh, oh, well. he's his character's name but he, he goes to visit him in the end credit scene of yeah of the first venom. one of venom woody harrelson's in that in that scene and, and he says he says the phrase are you ready for some carnage yeah and i was like oh very ah. good is it somebody creed like creed something cassidy I think his name. His name is spelled with K's, something yeah. like that. And Green he's, uh... <laughs> but he's got uh... basically he's a serial killer, and I don't know how he becomes Carnage. I can't quite remember, but I just remember. Oh, he's like I mean, a proper I think they showed villain. you that like, in the trailer. From the trailer, it looks like he's a way to get the lethal injection, and then his yeah. body fights back, and he becomes Carnage. Yeah, so you have it. yeah. but yeah, Carnage which is, is a weird way of how they did it in the first movie, which was like an alien symbiote. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I don't know if he's a sim- like. I don't know if he's was he already got it in it. Has he yeah. already got it, and it's just lying, like not doing anything. It'll like be good dormant. because the one thing that will be a plus over the first film is that Carnage is Carnage is notoriously like blood red, like that's his color. Yeah, and obviously Venom's black. Whereas in the end of Venom One, you're basically you have it's nighttime. They're fighting in a gray area, and you have black Venom or black or blue Venom versus. What the fuck was this? Riot or a gray, light gray venom, light gray venom. It was kind of like, what <laughs> the hell is going on here? Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I can't, it's fine I honestly, really I've only it. ever seen it. Yeah, I only ever saw it once, and I saw it on an airplane. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'll probably see it if it's available to stream, or if I'm ever on an airplane again. Never. Probably won't. I won't pay to see. No, don't. Hey Eddie, let's eat that person. That's, the, that's pretty good. That was really good. It's my Venom impression. Take that, take that off the, off the list, off the bingo card. Impressions. Oh, someone coming into your door? No, I think Fiona's leaving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the divorce papers have been filed. <laughs> I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say. I'm a lonely boy go, now, Eddie. I thought you were going to say. It's just you door. and me. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna open the door and go but what if i want wings <laughs> Jonah, that's not enough <laughs> no pay-per-view buddy <laughs> what if i want wings classic stepbrothers it's such a quotable show anyway uh, yeah. moving on to um next part of news i think eddie you feel very strongly about this as well um i think it was last weekend Lewis Hamilton made it to 100 pole positions and 97 wins in Formula One, which is unbelievable. Oh, he won the race, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Yeah. Massive F1 fan. So uh, followed uh, followed Lewis for for way back in the day uh, before he was uh, massive. Um, Oh, yeah. Way back in the... 2007. 
Nice. Um, well, who did he race for then? McLaren. Um, I saw him nice. take his first British Grand Prix win in Ian Rain, watching uh, Massa spin out. I think he spun out three times that day. And uh, Hamilton just start to finish. Took it like took it like the goat he is. So, um, nah, yeah. Formula One's great. But, um, is he genuinely, has anyone else topped that? Well, he's just taken, he's just taken, I think just last season, he just beat Michael Schumacher's record of poles. Um, and he's, he's obviously... for wins? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then obviously this season, he's, he's probably going to win his eighth title, uh, which would be that, like one, one more title done. than Michael Schumacher. Um, alone at the so, top oh, of the right, okay. So he is, he's drawing right now. He's up there with Michael Yeah, yeah they're both, on, both se- on seven, seven world titles. So um, uh, it's pretty impressive. I mean, fairly are easy to argue that a lot of it comes down the to the car and everything like that. But then you have, to yeah. be, you have to be good enough to put yourself in the position to be in the best car. Yeah. Um, and you also, you also need, I mean, there's, you, it's easy to forget that there's another person in the same identical car right Yeah, exactly. Next Bottas doesn't so, end up first the whole time. Bottas you know? is absolutely <laughs> He ends up first immense. like never. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, it's about time. Other than that, um, I, I mean, you said that you didn't enjoy, um, what is it, the F1 Netflix series, yeah. Drive to Survive? You said you didn't enjoy it because you felt like they kind of made the drama look a bit worse than they it actually was. They embellished season three. They didn't so much do... Season one and two are really good. Season one and two are trying to survive three, good, yeah. Season three, yeah. I don't think they had... There was plenty of content, but for some strange reason, Netflix did this weird thing where they embellished a sort of a conflict between in the, on the McLaren episode between Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz, which never happened. It's never, like, yeah. If you, there was enough... There was a couple, one or two bits that there were was enough for them to kind of frame it in a certain way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they were meant to be best buds, and then something happened. Yeah. All, but, nothing, all... but nothing actually happened. They, did they clip or something? In it? I can't remember what actually. No, was. I don't. I don't think anything ever happened. But I mean, yeah. like, there's times where they were like one and behind each other in the track, and one would have to let the other go because yeah. they were on totally different tire strategies for the race. So it, there's no point holding. So they the, don't talk the about that, one. do they? No, they no. don't talk about. They that. don't talk about the tire strategies. They talk no. about, oh, he's the number one driver, and I have they, to let him. Over they're very him. much like framing it for for new fans. They're trying to get new fans in, which yeah. every yeah. sport needs to encourage new fans to come in. And by doing TV shows like this for Netflix, that that's yeah. great because it does get more people interested. But I think, and it you find it a lot now that people are getting bored of Hamilton or Verstappen winning time and time again it's kind of just yeah. like become a two-horse race but i think once if netflix is a way to get people interested in formula one and then people are interested enough to then actually care about the different strategies that go on during a race and get interested mm. about looking at the pit strategies which you know they're really good at discussing on the commentary for as much as i hate the commentary team the um they're, they're, they're quite good at explaining some stuff even though they cock it up half the time but um yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Once, if you can get into it enough to then get into that, it's really like it's pro- it is quite quite geeky being into it to the level where maybe maybe like me and Duncan are into it watching I the race. You get the uh, the a prime example was last weekend's race where it at the start it was totally one for the purists. Like, yeah. It was just like a bit of a oh. procession. Like they were away, and then there was like a safety car. As soon as you get a safety car involved, you're like all right, okay, here yeah. we go. And, and then, then we did this whole big tire strategy, two different yeah. tire strategies. And then we, we were messaging the whole time through, just like, 
Like there's not if, if you're just watching it on the telly, there's there's nothing going on. The cars aren't there's no overtaking going on. Notoriously difficult right. to overtake at Barcelona. But me and Duncan are just messaging like Heck, he needs to pit now. Like if he's not pitting <laughs> now, like this is gonna be mental. Like, is he gonna do it? Like there's proper tension for us watching it because we're thinking about like when he needs to be pitting, his tile's gonna be okay from the end. And da, da, da. and uh, yeah, yeah and then at the race. end it became a great race because obviously with like twenty laps to go or something, he was twenty seconds behind. Yeah. And they were like, Right, if you keep going, you'll make a second of the lap. So of course yeah. you're watching the counter each lap and it's going like nineteen. 18 and all of a sudden it goes from 18 15 you're like holy shit like he is just really starts winding him in so yeah, no. yeah reeling him in who was this who was this between Hamilton uh, Verstappen and Hamilton Max. yeah so Verstappen and did Hamilton win Verstappen yeah. took Hamilton at the first corner on the first lap and led it all the way until Mercedes did something different with their tyres and then just Hamilton just had pace just to just bomb past him in the, ah, like, the last so 10, he's... 10 laps is he now on 101 poles and 98 wins? No, no, no. Poles this he weekend. got his 100 poles that weekend, yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Just passed. Oh, it's this. Uh, there isn't a race There's this no weekend, race this is weekend. There? No, it's no. Monaco next weekend. Oh, class. That's amazing. I quite, I, I get what you mean by the fact that you guys are, you you see the the tactics behind it more than the actual race. Yeah. Whereas I'll, I'll flick it on and be like, there's not much going on. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> um, I could totally understand that. Yeah. What I've enjoyed about Drive to Survive is it gets you more involved emotionally with other drivers that yeah. aren't Hamilton, Bottas, and yeah. Verstappen. I love uh, Sainz. Yeah. I think he's great. I love Leclerc. I think he's great. Um, Nor- Norris? Norris, yeah. yeah. And uh, who's, the, who's the guy that now races for Red Bull? Uh, Perez. Uh, Perez. Mexican. Perez. Per- absolutely love Perez. And then when they said at the end of season three that he's joined Red Bull, I was like, let's go. <laughs> he deserves it. Um, so, yeah, I'm more of like a, I don't know, I'm just like, because I now know their names and I have put the faces to the names and things, you kind of appreciate it more. Uh, that's part of it. When you're watching any sport, you need someone to cheer for. So, um, yeah. yeah, if Netflix gets people cheering for different people and it gets more people into it, and then once you start yeah. cheering for someone, you get, get way more into it. It's great. Pierre Gasly as well, one of my top favorite drivers right now. I think, I think it also helps that in Drive to Survive. I think not just the drivers, but it really helps that the guys that run these teams are really kind of enigmatic and a bit fucking. Yeah. You've got to be a bit mad to do what they do. Yeah. So like, you've yeah. Got, it's all very Game of Thronesy, and they're all kind of like all characters in themselves as well. Meeting in the Rose Garden. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the Rose Garden, Toto. I need a word with you. <laughs> There's, um, what do you want now? Get out of my garden, you dumb kids! <laughs> Don't listen to him, Toto. He's, he said the same thing to Cyril last week. <laughs> <laughs> that little Christian's a liar. I suppose what also has helped me get into Formula One is I've been to quite a few races now, and mm. it's properly, properly epic in the flesh watching the cars go around and listening to them. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I found the weirdest thing about this is becoming more of like a drive to survive discussion now, but uh, I'm happy to Good. roll with it if you guys are. Um, Swag it I, on. I'm quite, <laughs> I really like the fact that you get to know Toto and you get to know um, the Red Bull guy. Christian. Christian. Yeah, Christian. Get out of my head. And you get to know all the sort of like head. You get to know like the head of um, the garages, I guess. What team, I didn't get, team I didn't really enjoy. Yeah, the team manager. 
Is the Williams lady, is yeah. she the team manager or is she just the owner of Williams? She was the team principal, but she's not anymore. All right, okay. Because I, I almost felt but like... Her dad was the owner. Those yeah, guys no. seem to... They, they all seem to know... She's very unlikable. And it's in no way the oh, fact yeah. that she is a woman or anything like that. But it's like Toto and Christian and <laughs> the guy for Haas is probably my favorite um, manager probably oh, on the show. Yeah. He's so good. He's got two of the worst. We look like a bunch of wankers. <laughs> yeah, know, he's so I good. Know. Oh, look, it's Gene. He's calling me again. Hooray. <laughs> Fuck's sake, it's Gene calling me. Gene <laughs> fucking Gene. Oh, fucking drivers. Look like a fucking piece what, of ass. What can I say, Gene? We need a fucking sponsor. <laughs> I need some more fucking money. <laughs> I love him so much. I don't want to look like a fucking dickhead at the back of the grid. <laughs> Big E but, um, symbol on this episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Explicit. Explicit content. Right. But yeah, I really, really like... But yeah, it was weird. I, I was quite happy when she decided to step down. Because wow. I felt like she didn't really like being there. I, I almost felt like she was there because her dad was the star of Williams. Totally. And she didn't really know what she was doing. And I don't know. I just got a really weird vibe from her. And so did Lucy. Like, Lucy really got into it yeah. as well, Drive to Survive. And she was like... Not because she's a woman, but just because it just feels different. Like Toto and Christian and all those other guys seem so invested and like they're very catty and bitchy and yeah. business minded to yeah. everyone else. And she just seems to like not really know how to run a racing. Feels like I think she's running, it feels like she's running a play school group. I feel like she, yeah. she, she's, she was maybe a bit of a victim of um, the fact that, I mean, I suppose they probably... Being a woman probably does contribute to it a bit because it is seen as a very male-dominated sport. There's hardly any women in the sport. Yeah. So, so I mean, maybe that does contribute to a bit, a bit of unconscious well, at, at, at those positions. At those positions, like, yeah. All, yeah well, those, I mean, a few years ago, there was um, the Sauber team who are now Alfa Romeo. So when they were Sauber, they had a female mm. team principal, Manisha Kaltzburn, I think. Um, yeah. But, um, no, I think what she also suffered from is you've got guys like Toto, Christian, um, Zach Brown, these guys, they've actually run businesses and motorsport stuff before coming into being the team principals of these teams. She's yeah, right. come from being, she's just obviously just come up the ladder a bit at Williams. Her dad's always been at the top. She's always been at his side. She's always been like his number two. So I, she maybe suffered from not having like a good base of experience doing something else out on her own to then come in and bring yeah. her own ideas. I think she's also not a, she wasn't as much of a cat. Like I said, the other guys yeah. are all bit characters. Like they all yeah. actually are kind of like, like archetypes of like characters you would write down. And then she also, I think suffered from, it must be very hard. I suspect it must be the same sort of thing at like Ferrari in a way, currently where the Williams team are kind of not had a lot of success for a long time. And yeah. that, pro especially if that's your family business, that's probably, probably a lot of weight. Sucks that's a lot of weight. For yeah. a lot of weight, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they, I mean, they pretty much dominated the 80s at one yeah. point. Well, um, even go back to like 2000. Even the 90s, or, yeah. 15. Yeah, recently as well. Kubitzel no. found his first. Because what was it? Williams well, BMW yeah. for a while? No. No, Sauber BMW. Sauber BMW. Where's Malcolm? Was Will Will when was um, Williams in BMW? Was that the 90s? I'm no, because there was, was uh, Ralph. I don't Ralph think... Schumacher drove for a Williams BMW. I don't know. Sure, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'd have to look it up. But um, no, even even awesome. more recently, like five or six years ago, Williams were like the third best team on the grid. They had like a fantastic mm. yeah. season with um, Massa and um, 
Ooh. Was it Bottas? I think it was Bottas, yeah, Master and Bottas. <laughs> <laughs> just just naming his just having his name in your ears, Bottas. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did have a BMW engine. Yeah. Two thousand to two thousand five. Jensen there you Brown. go. Nailed it. Look at him. Nailed it. Jensen. The only reason I know that is because obviously my dad is a massive Beamer fan. And he's like, I like this Williams BMW team. And I was like, shut up, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you only like them because it says BMW on the badge. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, like Duncan said it's, earlier, I think season one and two were pretty good for Drive to Survive because they were. They, I, I think season one and two didn't try to create any drama. Maybe there was enough drama that they didn't have to go and create it. Maybe having the whole pandemic. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand why a pandemic uh, ruining the season wasn't enough drama. Yeah, yeah. For them to I, then go and that's make a why bit they of personal tried to drama. Make up some drama. Because I don't think this. Maybe I don't know. There, there was plenty of drama though. Like yeah. there was some actual drama, and they've missed some of it out. And you're like, why mm. are you manufacturing this for this when you could absolutely have done something else? Absolutely nothing on Hamilton getting COVID and George Russell going in for a race in the Mercedes. Absolutely nothing. Like, yeah. oh, there was briefly. But, yeah, but not oh, super briefly. But thing that could it was like a whole it was like thing. mentioned. Yeah, yeah, it was mentioned in passing in one episode where they were like mercedes were doing really well yeah and then hamilton they didn't even say he had covid hamilton fell ill yeah (laughs) and then he had to take he had to bunk out of the race and then george russell raced for him but then they didn't even mention where he came in and like in the final that was one of the most exciting races because he was leading for most of it and then he had a shit tire there's a shit tire stop and then that's what binned them out like it was it was it was actually a really good race i was annoying about that like eddie said you know that is a story like the world champion, the guy that's reigning world champion, ditch like gets the gets COVID nineteen, could be out, and then Good, that's, that's, that's a whole story whole for George Russell. Off. He takes yeah. the whole weekend off, right? So he's not even there, right? He still wins the world championship. Meanwhile, the young guy gets a go on his gets a go on his car and should have won the race. I should have won got, the race. Just got nicked over by tire strap by the pit stop. Over by yeah. the team. Oh, the so. irony. <laughs> mm. Oh, the irony. Oh. He looks like a really good driver, though. I think George will, will, Russell will be up there soon. Maybe a bit. And he's, he's scouted by Mercedes, but he drives for... He's owned by Mercedes, so he's a Mercedes driver. <laughs> we and he's, he's on loan at Williams. He's one of our yeah. student athletes. Yeah. It's yeah. So like basically, the... when Botas or Hamilton retire, he'll jump into the seat. He should, he should really get the seat, yeah. Yeah. Which, this is the one thing that I got from Drive to Survive, was you have all of these really good drivers that have all come up racing one another. Like, yeah. the whole Gasly, um, Science, uh, uh, all those like younger drivers yeah. and stuff like that. They're, they've all come up racing one another, which yeah. I thought was really class. And they're all they're finding themselves racing again in Formula One. And they're so good, but at the same time, when you have the likes of Verstappen and Hamilton in the cars that they're in, there's no way that you're going to try. You're going to get yeah. that title. They kind of come at the wrong time. It's it's all time in Formula One. Yeah, it's all exactly. time. There's so many drivers that should really be winning more races and all that. But I mean, when you're up against Hamilton in the in the, the Mercedes, Verstappen in the Red Bull, it's you you've really got to wait for the races where. Those teams are messing up; they're crashing out, or something's happening. Yeah, take advantage of take it. advantage, which is which is in, in fairness, what what drivers like Gasly are doing in an Alpha Tauri. Yeah, 
That's you know that's massively because he's driving really well for AlphaTauri, which yeah. I thought his Red Bull demotion was actually really good for him. Oh yeah, because he didn't have as much pressure on himself, and then he just started driving really well. Well, the basic you're kind of seeing it now as well with Perez that that Red Bull second seat. I wouldn't say it's cursed, but it's got to be one of the toughest seats to be in in Formula One because that yeah. car is so clearly geared up for Max Verstappen that if you don't drive like Max Verstappen, you're just gonna look you're just gonna look rubbish. As Gunther would say, you're gonna. That's look quite like a good wank. way to do it, actually. Like these, so you, both cars are made pretty much well, identical. Yeah, they have to be identical. Yeah, right. But they've maybe but seen they, how Max drives, yeah. and they've adjusted things yeah. to be more to drive like Max. And if you drive like Perez, yeah. Well, Pe Perez has just come from. It's basically just come from. Well, right? He's come from. Uh, what were Racing Point, Racing Point and who are now this season Aston oh, yeah. Martin. Um, he's come yeah. from them who are a car traditionally basically basically mini Mercedes into the Red Bull and you couldn't have more contrasting car setups. Oh really? So they're Is he struggling? So he's yeah, he'll be struggling to get, get to grips with that car setup. But probably won't take him much longer now, Perez, because I think he is one of these drivers who's very adaptable. Well you saw it it's mm. well in the last race he pulled himself up from well, he was he was fourth, I think, wasn't he? So, um, yeah, he's getting there. But that red, yeah, every team will gear their drive their their car up to their number one driver. So, like Bottas yeah. is basically driving Hamilton's car. <laughs> That's mental. And they've got, um, I think it was season three. I don't know what they've got now. Mercedes brought in this, like you can pull the steering wheel away and towards you, das depending on das. what corner das you're going good. down. Yeah. Is so, that what it's called? <laughs> so yeah, you pull the steering wheel, and so when the when the cars the cars normally are set up for the front wheels to lean lean in like that. So the right. front wheels lean quite. It's only a few degrees. I think it's only three degrees. But when you look at it, it does actually look quite quite mental. Um, so basically, what they do is by pulling the steering wheel out, they straighten the wheels up like that, which lets them go faster up the straight, but also allows them to heat the whole tire up on the straights. That's incredible. So they don't have to do quite as much <laughs> weaving to get the tires warm. On like say like yeah. the formation lap or things like that, and then obviously when they go into a corner, the steering wheel goes back in, the wheels go like that, and then more um I think it's ca yeah ca more camber on the wheels is better for turning. That's incredible, and it's all in relegation. It was. It's not for that season. They've banned it now. Regulations. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, so not, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was like now. such an in innovation. It was. They were all right. There was like everyone was really cross. They didn't think about it, and then. They were like, nah, that's way too much. It's like you, you're moving apart on the car, which yeah. you're not allowed to do. So it's just like, oh, okay. it will get, let you have it, but you're not having it. So, it's, so they're just back to a regular steering wheel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there'll be Have another one. Is there another thing? Yeah, I was going to say, is there, any, is there any new technologies or new things that have happened this season that people have gone, what the fuck? Well, Red Bull are probably about to get their wrist slapped for their rear wing. Um, so like... So wings, so like aerodynamic stuff on the car has to be fixed. It can't move at all. And this, there's various tests that they do in, at the start of a race weekend where they bend parts. And they, they, they're allowed like a certain degree of deflection on, a, on things. So the rear wing is what it is. The rear wing is kind of shaped like that. They're allowed a certain yeah. degree of deflection on the rear wing. Yeah. So like it's measured. carbon fiber. So that's always going to It's deflect, always going to deflect because right? as it's yeah. moving, it's getting more pressure put on it by the air flowing over it. But uh, Mercedes have complained, saying that Red Bulls is moving excessively under load when they're driving. So right. um, the, F the, the FIA, the governing body, are now 
going to put install cameras on cars and they want they want manufacturers to put special markings on their ear wings so that during a race the camera is aimed at a specific point and it's able to see how much movement a, a wing is actually moving during the race which they aren't doing up until now very technical very <laughs> that sounds but, mental but these, what a thing to complain about these are the things in, in formula one they say it's a sport of very fine margins so it's that yeah. sort of thing is getting maybe red bull like another tenth of a second on a lap but that mm. over a race, that's massive. So um, yeah. yeah, it's a very. So you say very things aren't allowed sport. to move. I take it DRS. That's when the wing opens up as a full wing, right? Yeah, that's the only moving component you're allowed. Yeah, that's the only bit of sort yeah. of aerodynamic, active active aero that you're allowed. Yeah, because yeah. that's and what, then like, is DRS still a thing? That is DRS. Oh, that it's is a drag drag reduction system. So the wing normally sits like that, and then when they press it, it opens up and it reduces drag of air hitting that produces drag straight through and that's like a boost button kind of it's supposed it supposedly adds it like gave, an it gives extra you like, like 12 more miles an hour or something yeah like an extra yeah and then well they've got all the batteries quite, and stuff like 16 kilometers an hour yeah are they hybrids now yes is there like batteries and stuff in hybrid in a sense they don't drive just on electric for any time but they've got big batteries to boost the powers Yes, yeah, so like there are petrol engines, but if like for acceleration and for like certain press things, a button and it's use a, a whole yeah. like extra. I think it's 80, 80 horsepower to get extra out of the batteries. Mental. <laughs> eighty it's, horsepower. It's a Vauxhall yeah. Twenty Corsa. less. It's a Vauxhall Corsa that they can just yeah. like slap in the back. Yeah. There's 40, 40 horsepower less than my mini. <laughs> just added. Just there you go. So good. <laughs> Um, is there anything else you want to discuss about this or we can no. move on and we can keep chatting we can move on no, that's good I've covered it watch nice. it if you haven't watched don't, it yeah if, if you've wanna, not watched don't want to turn too many listeners away yeah <laughs> yeah fair enough if if you are listening and you've never actually heard of Drive to Survive it's a Netflix documentary it's three seasons in I imagine there's going to be a fourth coming in <clears throat> oh yeah next yeah. year at some point at the end of this year I think the cameras are in the paddock so yeah, yeah. nice so yeah, it's very, very good. Obviously we think it's great. We've just talked about it for about 25 minutes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you feel like, uh, if you feel like jumping in, that'd be sweet. Uh, you'll probably enjoy it. We enjoy it. So yeah, we'll move on, shall we? You can move on. <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> the lobster oh! had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the next piece of news, which I found out um, through, I think, through Instagram, because Instagram's doing these like really annoying type TikTok videos, but some of them are quite funny. Yeah. I refuse to download TikTok because I'm almost 30 and I'm too old. That Instagram um, video wormhole is a wormhole I also like to fall down. <laughs> yeah, you fall down it by accident. Oh, yes. Accident. But what I saw, what I saw was this guy going. Nintendo has just released a calculator uh, to the Nintendo Switch eShop, and it costs nine ninety nine dollars. And I've, everyone seemed to think because it costs ten dollars, it's a game, and then it's not. It's just a calculator. <laughs> so this guy made a video and was like, "This guy was like, oh." There's the new calculator in the eSwitch shop. It costs $10 and it's cross-compatible with mobile devices. <laughs> and then he just realizes, oh, wait, it's just a calculator. <laughs> why, the f why the hell have they thought that? Did they make it or is it like a third party and they've just okayed it? 
It's yeah, so it's not an inten- an official Nintendo. Like it's not internal. It's like a just branded. Ah. Uh, yeah, but it's in the game shop. It's oh, hilarious. That's pretty bad. But it's just called Calculator, and it's a tenner. Imagine being that dumb. <laughs> no. You're like, let me just get my free iPhone calculator out. Yes. I just check the calculator that I carry around in my pocket every day. Yeah. Why have they released a calculator yet they've not released Zelda? <laughs> you know? I want the Ocarina of Time and I want Wind Waker on my Switch. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. So that was just a little bit of news that I thought was hilarious. And pretty I funny. That is pretty funny. That's pretty good. How many times do you use your calculator on a daily basis? <laughs> Quite a lot. Yeah. Even when... Mr. Mackay said that we'd never have a calculator on us and we oh, need yeah. to know arithmetic. Best thing at work is that my keyboard has a calculator button on it. So I just press the calculator button and just do two times two is four. All right, okay, cool, yeah. Just I thought it was. But, yeah, just <laughs> just double check it. Double check. Yeah. Could be wrong. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and another uh, sort of irrelevant, in my opinion, news, uh, but for most people, they're probably absolutely buzzing about it. The 27th of May has been officially the date of the Friends reunion episode. Oh, joy. Eddie has a gun pointed yeah, to his I, head. You, yeah, I agree. Yeah. You just know it's going to be shit. It's going to be so high have you, so terrible. Such yeah. a bad idea. Here's my, here's my two cents on the matter. Jennifer Aniston, still working hard as an actress, still doing a decent job as a comic actress. Yep, still hot. Still, still re- hot. looking real good. <laughs> yeah. David Schwimmer doing the exact same. Yeah. You know? Both of them are still work- like he's been in. He was in that Netflix movie about OJ Simpson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. He's been in. He did Band of Brothers way back when. Madagascar. He's been doing quite a lot of like TV shows and movies and stuff. I like and and he still looks pretty good, keeping in shape. Pretty decent looking dude. Ish. Ish. Um, Matt LeBlanc and Matthew Perry. <laughs> not- <laughs> they really did. How'd that spinoff career go, Matt? Not very had, well. Yeah, was Matt, Matt LeBlanc's talk- spinoff not stuff quite? Did it not go quite well? Like stuff like episodes. I thought no, that was that, really no, well received. His spinoff career. Oh, was, episodes. Uh, was Joey. Joey. Oh, Joey. Yeah. yeah. No, episodes was episodes was quite good. Joey but wasn't great. Wasn't, like a vehicle for him. It was a vehicle for. Ah, uh, the other two. Uh, Tams people, and yeah. Greg and. Uh, yeah. Speaking of vehicles, know. his other side project was Top Gear. Yeah. I. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Briefly. him on Top Gear. I thought he was quite good. Yeah, he was quite. He was I quite good. I don't know if the balance was quite right. It's weird, like. Him when he was doing the presenting yeah. was quite good, but his like some of the bands were felt a bit forced. But it was all yeah, it was way yeah. scripted all that. Uh, yeah, as a comic actor, he was better at the ad lib stuff than the yeah. He was definitely better at the ad lib stuff, yeah. especially when he was driving the cars. He was quite funny. Like he's pretty yeah. good, but yeah, because it's what pops into your head is usually funnier yeah. than what a yeah. room of writers have probably thought about. Also, he's he's aged all right. He's aged quite well. Still actually. looks quite good. I, I take that back. Yeah, I, um, I take offence at that. We also, st- we also but then Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow. What have they done, mm. really? She's been Lisa Kudrow has been in a she, couple movies. She's I been think. in a few yeah. stuff, few TV shows Courtney too. Co- but then the end, she was like a head so much t- from syndication rights. They don't need to do anything. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, and even, like, there were heaps of interviews years ago, I think, of, like, a Friends reunion, because it was, like, their 10th anniversary or something. Oh, yeah, it was 2020. It was the 10th anniversary of them finishing, because they finished in 2010. Yeah. Or did they finish? 2009? 2001. Yeah, 2009. Who cares? I can't remember. 2011? Yeah. Maybe it was 2010. Um, 
And then I remember Jennifer Aniston in an interview being like, no, we'd never do that. Like, it would be so bad. <laughs> like, we're all older. It would be really sad to see how old we've gotten. You know, is the writing still good? Because yeah. friends with the Z generation now being like, oh, it's so offensive. And, and fair enough. Yeah, it's pretty homophobic. And, you know, there's it's jokes of the yeah. times. And I feel like if they've written a reunion episode, is it going to be friends comedy or well, is it going to be episode. modern it's them PC on the couch having a reunion? Principal it's comedy. not actually an yeah. episode. Oh, thank God. And there's going to be like a heap of like, who was that I read? Justin Bieber's going to be in it and stuff like that. You yeah. Know. So there was Justin Bieber, David Beckham. Tragic. This yeah, sounds like, this sounds like a comic relief. It doesn't this sounds sound like a comic relief special. Yeah. It doesn't no. sound great, does no. it? No. It sounds pretty bad. It, yeah, it won't, yeah, it won't be good. I, a I lot, and do you know what? It's only going to make a lot of people angry because it's not going to be what they want it yeah. to be. Yeah, this is, this is a bad, this is yeah. a very silly idea. But, you know. I, uh, I got the guest stars up. David Beckham, Justin Bieber. Nice. BTS? Who's that? That's the Korean K-pop band. It's like a K-pop band, okay. boy band, isn't it? Um, Very James Corden. Cindy Crawford. Cara Delevingne. Lady Gaga. Elliot Gould. Larry Hankin. Ooh. Kit Harrington. Mandy Kaling. Thomas Lennon. Christina Pickles. Lol. <laughs> Mandy Kaling. She was uh, in Tom office. Selleck's back. Tom Selleck and his mustache. Um, James Mitchell Tyler, Michael Tyler, Maggie Wheeler, Reese Witherspoon, and Malala Yousafzai. Yousafzai? Okay. I butchered that, maybe. Well, Apologies. it sounds... Um, it seems like seems like there are way too many guests. It's not an episode. episode. It's like, it's just like <laughs> weird re like reunion special where they just talk about being on the show and how much it means to people and maybe do a few skits. Like... I don't know. It sounds it yeah. sounds pretty grim. Sounds really, crap. Yeah. So the, the fact that they yeah, I don't yeah. understand what's happening because yeah. they've not made it clear that it was a chat with. I swear skits. it was a chat with some I skits. I didn't think it was like... a full episode. Maybe it is. Well, they have been they have been filming it at the set. They oh, okay. Filmed it in like a month at the set, so maybe it is. I, but maybe it's going to be one of those corny things where they're all on the set, all all in character, but they're in character to the extent of like. We're in character. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, who's they're gonna this? Be calling oh my each god, other. it's Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to be like Jen, David, yeah, Matthew. Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds so much like a comic children need like crossover yeah. episode that no one asked for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's my old aged cynical mind. <laughs> I don't know because my sister is absolutely buzzing for it. She's going to be but disappointed. I, I'm sort of, I don't think she's read into it. I think she's, <laughs> she's seen it and gone, oh, yes. Yeah. And I've actually looked into it and gone, mm, I don't know. Hey, Steph, here's a big fat ball of disappointment. <laughs> Fastball. Yeah, exactly. If um, Steph, if you're listening or if anyone who is listening and is fans of Friends and you, you like, Tell me share why. your opinions oh. with us, we were going to do, we were going to do, uh, emails from the guests this week but we haven't got any so i tell you what <laughs> if you want to email from the guests, Gemma. I mean emails from the listeners <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> emails from the listeners which uh we'll get once we get that um rolling again and we get some emails come on Gemma, steph tom that's good we'll be able to talk about listen. this so we'll be able to David. discuss how terrible it was in person at your page banner but yeah we'll get eddie to think up a, a little jingle as well <laughs> You know, and then that will be the intro to the to the segment. 
A podcast within a podcast. Listener emails. <laughs> Listener heroes. Emails. emails. Oh, emails. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> to be revisited. Duncan. The Bad what? Batch. Go on then. It's a kids' TV show. It's really not, though. But Ooh! okay, it, it is. I I watched two episodes, or I watched one and a half episodes, and I just thought that it reminded me of the Clone Wars animation. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, because made by the same people, so that's, yeah, that's good. But like in terms of writing, in that it's very easy to follow. The characters seem a bit. They just, they seem a very Disney channel to me. Yeah, it, it reminded and me a lot especially, of like the original trilogy in terms of how simple the characters are. For the listener, Duncan is dying inside. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry I, I to have this reaction. No, no, no. But, it's okay. It's absolutely fine. Um, Everyone eats the, the whole, like, they've got a little kid, like, helping them out. I was like, that's very Disney channel. It and is, then, but it's also very Mandalorian. Because, like, he has a little kid helping him out at times. Yeah, but Mandalorian's really dark. You but know? then, how's not how's like everyone being murdered by like turncoat turncoat clone troopers? Execute Order sixty six. I think a lot of the uh, darkness right, so is it's... taken out because it's animation. So I think that actually a lot of it is quite dark. But uh, yeah, I think. But certain characters for me as well make it seem like the who's the big berserker guy. Oh in yeah, he's definitely uh, he. I could not get my, get around him. I was like, this is the worst character in the whole franchise because he feels like child, children's comic relief. Like, oh yeah, now we're talking and we're going to have a fight. And I'm like, yeah. fuck off. A lot of it is, that I think you're, you're right in terms of it's a show for, it's like a show for everyone. I think you've got yeah. to, to, he's got, they've got to tick boxes. So you're right. Like it's Wrecker, I think his name is. Uh, yeah. Yo, you're right. I Some of his lines don't stick with me, but then I really like the Rambo inspired uh the main guy main guy uh yeah with the bandana. like he's cool yeah he's a good character and i genuinely think if it was like i don't know where they're going to go with the story with um echo but i have no like emotion towards her at but, all i'm like why are you oh, here omega you're annoying and omega and your omega, accent sorry, was so yeah. spot on like i was last week yeah. last because like you're so close <laughs> to what she actually sounds like <laughs> i think the she is, is a kiwi yeah there, there is a there is a big the one thing cat and i were talking about this because we watched it and omega comes along and they're like oh she's genetically different which is why she's kind of been lumped in with the bad batch and you're like yeah she's genetically different because she's the first female clone but at no point have they actually Reference that, yeah. Like she's literally a female Boba Fett or a female Jango Fett, and she's you're like, clear. She's clearly a clone because one, she's a Kiwi. Two, she's in the same facility. And oh, three, she, she kind of looks established like that. They establish she's a clone, but they don't establish. Oh, okay, the, but no one has gone. Hmm, it's a bit weird that every other clone is male. Yeah, because they're well, clones. Jango was male, right? Oh yeah, exactly. Because they're clones, and then all of a sudden yeah. there's a female one, and you're like, no Ow. one's going to point this out. No, we're, we're not yeah. pointing this out at all. Maybe they will later maybe on. They think, maybe they think, because then they keep going, where is she? And it's like, well, you know she's a girl. Why are we not talking about the fact that this is probably why she's been hunted down? Can't be assuming yeah. people's genders these days and ages. Don't That's be. true. This Especially is true. Disney. This is very true. Um, we'll have to look up what she's actually got written on her Twitter handle. <laughs> is that a bad joke? Yeah, she has. <laughs> That's good. As so, people are 
it's like a thing that people are doing now. So not They're a fan like, of the yeah. Bad Batch then? Uh, not a fan. I think I was, I was keen to get involved because I quite like the fact of like a rogue, different Stormtrooper like gang. And literally as I started up, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be very similar to Clone Wars because obviously it looks visually similar. Yeah, it's Clone Wars season I thought, 8, let's call it what it is. Yeah, so yeah. So basically when it started, it had the the Galactic Senate is under an attack and blah, blah, blah. That and is I was like, oh, the best, for that fuck's is the best, sake. One of the best bits. Well, that's supposed to be done because it's supposed to be a news channel. Like you're supposed to be yeah. watching the news, which is quite good. It, but like then you, that's what that's it, immediately what yeah. changed my mind initially. When it came on, I was like, oh, it's just the Clone Wars. But the... Uh, one of the things about the Cold Wars was that it had these light moments, but then, like I said, there's also these horrific storylines that they had, which were really dark. Like a whole, like the, uh, the Death Watch murdered an entire village of people, and you watch it happen, and then they burn it down. And then yeah. there's like a whole one of with like uh, the slave trade, and like people are being like uh, having their organs harvested as well. There's one of those ones. Then there's like the whole one, that I, I don't know if I ever sent you it, it's like the whole double crossing in the fog where a guy instructs a whole group of people to shoot another group of people a jedi wow uh and he, like he orders clone troopers to shoot on other clone troopers uh so that he can become a like a baddie it's treason then yeah and you're like fucking hell that's that's dark for a kid's show sounds really dark actually yeah um, so it's, I, I, yeah, I agree I, with you it's got mo- it has its moments yeah it has its moments and for me just in my opinion i couldn't get around it i couldn't get around the just the kiddie aspect to it and the Dis- the very Disney Channel type. Although I know it wasn't initially, I don't think, Disney Channel, but it just has that feel to it. Like it is a Disney Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like that. I think they tick a lot of boxes because I think it, like all Star Wars-y stuff, Hey, it's more it, action figures. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... More things for Hasbro to make. <laughs> more Lego. Exactly. Bad Batch Lego coming soon. It's um, fun though. I'll wait for this week's one. Suppose this week's one got dark, so we'll wait and see how okay. dark they go. Let's. Speaking of how dark things go, you want to talk about the Mass Effect Mass Effect Legendary Edition? Yeah, it's the 4K remaster of. Everyone's well, talking about this right now. Yeah, it's Mass Effect One and Two are probably two of the greatest games ever made. Uh, and now you can play them in 4K on your PS4s and Xbox One Xs, and so it's cross compatible like not cross compatible but like you can no, play it on all it. they've released systems. it on both so you can play it on both very cool and eddie have you played mass effect i've played all three no i've never played any of them sweet so this yeah i know 2v1 so this is it's good it's move on probably one of the coolest stories so worth worth buying worth playing all right worth buying worth buying um is it the whole trilogy is in whole 4K trilogy rendered? plus all the dlc uh, interesting the people who the made one? the game what other games have they made bioware so bioware have made dragon age they recently delved they, they recently went off the rails with anthem but this was before all that good old anthem <laughs> what else did they make all right uh they made star wars star wars knights of the old republic they made star wars knights of the old republic 2 oh yeah so uh, they did so they, they've made They've made some great RPGs in their time. Oh, they made Baldur's Gate. They did. What a make, great game that yeah, was. They've made a quite. They're, they're. This is. This was their wheelhouse. This was like their. This was when they were at their absolute peak. Yeah. <laughs> kind of got a bit downhill since then, but this was. This was like peak. Studio. They are. Yeah, I'm looking at owned the, by EA as well. Surprise, surprise. They got bought by EA after by after Mass Effect. All right. 
so that EA bought them yeah. after like during Mass Effect Two or something. It looks like most of their games, for me anyway, have gone under the radar, and Mass Effect is the only one I can really recognize. Obviously, Old Republic I recognize, and like yeah. um, Knights of the Old Republic and things yeah. like that. But yeah, I, I other than that, Anthem I didn't really play. You know, Dragon Age I'd never really heard of. I think I've seen the box, but like I, it was nothing that really popped out to me. I'd be quite keen to give a Mass Effect a go. Eddie? What? I don't know, it looked like you were about to say something. No. Um, no? Okay. no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, um, Duncan, can you try and sell it a bit more? What's it about? What's Mass Effect about? Mass Effect is basically about how it's like set in this well, obviously near future, but it's a set not too far in the not too far future, I don't think. Uh, but I could be completely wrong about that. Uh, basically, it starts off with humanity has expanded throughout the Milky Way. They've discovered they are now one of five races, and the other races are kind of all been pottering along quite nicely. And then humanity's like, "Hi, we now can do space travel." Uh, so now they kind of they're kind of racist against like humanity. Humanity are kind of kept out the loop about things and all that sort of stuff. And that's kind of this situation when you get dropped on a planet to do to a planet's gone uh down communications have gone down you get there turns out they're all been turned into zombies uh space zombies oh it's a zombie game not really it's it's like they've been kidnapped or like turned into like these android robot type things and then you discover that there's this grand conspiracy going on and from there it just kind of takes off and you get sent to track down this uh bad guy in the first one and then the second one you discover that there's an even greater like threat to the galaxy uh the reapers are it's coming. not just darth vader it's also the emperor yeah not it's supposed to emperor <laughs> it's more like the, this whole this bad guy has a ship and it turns out the ship's actually like a massive living creature and not only is there one of them uh. but there's like a million of them oh right okay, these so spoilers by the way eh, i probably <laughs> kind won't of. kind of but it, i won't spoil two because two is probably one of the yeah. greatest games of all time uh i mean if if I get time, which I don't think I will this summer, there's just no. I, and then no I'll obviously. That's what yeah, we were saying. It's like so excited to play Mass Effect all the way through again, and all your the best one of the highlights of it is all the choices you make choices in one, and then mm. two those choices can come back to bite you in the ass, or they can come back to be good for you, and then the choices you make in two can affect three, and then some of the choices you made in one also that's cool come to four in three. Uh, yeah. So the example is there's like non-spoiler well kind of spoilery but there's a an alien like giant alien insect that you can save or kill in mass effect one and if you let them go in mass effect one when there's a there's a space specific space battle in mass effect three they will arrive with reinforcements only if you oh save them so it doesn't effect backfire one. on you it, but well, if you save them yes but if you kill them then they don't arrive yeah in mass effect three so it's kind of that was cool so it imports cool. your saves one to one for the next. I like it when games do that. As your That's the same good. character, so you can import your character, so like you keep your character, and they kind mm. of evolve. Is it first person or third person? Third, third, nice. I like that. Although saying that, I like the idea of Skyrim as well, where you get to go third into first. Yeah. Whenever you're in battle or whatever. Sounds good. Uh, hopefully, I'll um I'll get involved. Eddie, anything to add to that? No. No, he's already um, off concentrated something else. No, no, I was just saying. You, I think la- last week we mentioned new Battlefield Six coming soon, and um, mm. this week there was a little, a little, little teaser 
June, June boom. Battlefield tweeted rhymes that words that rhyme with soon. June boom. So um, I think we're half expecting a June, um, probably like a June reveal of like a teaser trailer or something like that. Probably a trailer in June for Battlefield, but I don't think it will be till like the end of the year. You, it won't be out till October. They'll yeah. want to push it out sort of October. It's always, it's always like October, isn't November, it? Yeah. So. yeah, October, November, because you want to get people, they want to get enough reviews and people playing it, and then you want to build the hype that way so when it gets to like, uh, Thanksgiving weekend yeah. and then Christmas in the US, you'll be able to Oof. pump up. I might, have to, uh, I might have to find a way to use my Xbox in Sri Lanka. <laughs> it's going to be great. We've been playing a bit of Battlefield 5 recently, and it's just as enraging oh. as it used to be yeah. yeah i'm actually i'm quite i'm quite jealous of the fact that i don't have my, my xbox down here and you guys are playing online and i'm not mm. so hopefully hopefully we'll get there again i spoke to my mate marcus and he was like like you guys you have an allocated like tuesdays as game night yeah <laughs> um i was speaking to marcus and he was like yeah yeah I play a lot of warzone <laughs> and uh he was like play warzone with my mates and my girlfriend doesn't like gaming so we play every thursday night and that's like my gaming night so that she has me every other night gotta schedule <laughs> these things to, in it's... i might have to schedule in a a gaming night if i get my xbox down here. actually i'm going to scotland next week yeah so i might get my xbox down here Are you driving up <laughs> yeah yeah we're driving up nice. on monday the 24th shall we end it there lads yep i think so nice one that'll do it for this week if you guys want to contribute to the topics, um, if you find anything class, leave us a message on all the socials or you can leave us a message on Gmail. Uh, just our email address is thatsclasspod at gmail.com. You can know if you want to get on the socials, it is just thatsclasspod. Let us know what you find class. We will probably put it in a future episode. You can also catch our faces, like I said at the top, on YouTube every other Wednesday. If you want to listen to us all again in visual form rather than in audio form. Uh, leave us a like leave us a comment subscribe to the youtube channel if you want to as well and ultimately share with your friends because the amount of people that listen to this helps us well it doesn't really help us but like it gives us more motivation to do the pod because we've got consistently um 16 to 20 people listening every week it ranges from topic to topic that's too many which is too too many people listening (laughs) to us I think deduct three because maybe we may listen to this all ourselves anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait. And then they'll all be fans of Formula One. Just let me get my calculator yeah, up. Maybe. See, check that so, so, yeah, if you listen to the pod, <laughs> try and uh, we really appreciate it if you try and share it with other more of your friends because the more people that listen to it, the more we get excited to record more and actually put a lot more effort than just doing a news episode. So, um, we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Uh, We hope you have had a super day and we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Duncan. And as Eddie says at the end of every episode of That's Class. See you later, alligator.